Last time on The Incorrigible Party. The assault on the unfinished tower catches the party out in the open, with swarms of orcs battling the small handful of paladins that protect it. Diseased, fleshy orc bombs barrel towards our heroes as Mia goes down, and Ape Zarin does his best to get her out of danger. Oh, what was that you wanted? More adventure? You got it. I assume you're feeding it to her, Nan Falzern. Yeah, it, I probably sort of break it in my big ape hand and s- spill it all over the place and get some of it into her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Bill, I get um, 8d4 plus 8 healing. Whoa, it's a it's a big one. Okay, go ahead and roll that, Bill. It's the superior. Superior? Yeah. Wow. Oh, man. I have exactly 8d4s in total in my whole dice collection. 15, 16, 17. I rolled 17. Plus 8. Whatever that is. 25. Whatever that is. Oh. It's 25. <laughs> okay. Well done, Falzer. Mia, you wake up spitting out glass and blood. <laughs> your lips are a little cut up from Aizar mashing this spell potion in your mouth. But you're up with 25 hit points and you're like on over Falzer's, uh, Aizar's shoulder. Is that an action to administer that? Yes, that is going to be your action. Uh, well, well, I mean, hey, that's pretty good. Um, okay. Mullen, out of sight. Nurtured one. Can, can I move? Of course. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> Would you? Where, where do you want to go? <laughs> do you want to put... I mean, I will let you put Mia down, too, now that she's up with you. Don't put me down. You just got me up. <laughs> Bonk. <laughs> I'm going to head back to battle where I picked her up, basically. Um, so I'm going to run I'm gonna run back to the Tanaruk and the Giant Bat and uh, all those baddies over by. Yeah, I, w- I would set her down, uh, to be clear, uh, and then run. Okay. You see the, the, the battle of, of, uh, with the tower, with the paladins. Uh, it looks like they're... You can hear Silas say, Back to the tower! To the tower! And they, they've moved within about 40 feet of you now. The iron defenders, the, the, the constructs with the slabs of stone and they had with shields. Looks like all three of them are still up, basically forming this front line of, of the uh, what's left of the, the orcs coming on them. Looks like there's two iron cobras still functioning. And uh, other than the oaken bolters on the tower, that's it as far as the remaining forces. But the nurtured one continues... It's actually now they've kind of put themselves uh, into a, a, a closer position to this nurtured one as it basically is seeking the closest target to it now. Veers towards Silas. Even slowed. Can just can just get there. And it. It's like he, he, they, almost like it digs his own hands into the largest like pustule on its body that takes like these are it's like half of their body is riddled with these things right like huge bloated masses and it like pops itself almost looks like he's popping a zit but it's like half of its uh, torso and Uh he he causes himself to explode over silas and another paladin of cultus oh he kills himself doing that yeah they literally can't see our our reactions to what he said yeah, like our faces right now. Oh my gosh. Okay, and you just see like like 
again, like the ooze is splashing over them, and, and uh, what looks like almost like a like a poison cloud, like green, like a cloud, kind of hangs heavy in the air before dissipating. Silas and the and the paladin are both just almost it almost doubles them over as they're they're choking, uh, as they they inhale what's been released from the orc. That is the last of those disease things though that you can see. Back to the top. There is one red fang left, incredibly hurt. Now has a giant ape on its back. Oh, and uh, the darkness though is the darkness is gone with uh, Hulsa's shocking ray. It's going to turn on Ape's arm with its scimitar. First slash is a six. Wow. That's and then uh, only an eleven. Uh, that is also a miss. Just barely. Okay. Shaft. Okay, so I'm going to sort of go this Tarnak uh, number four here. Is he, is he pretty big that I could sort of climb over him and, and maybe get half cover? They're medium-sized. Okay. Well, I think I'm still going to do it. I'm going to climb over top of him. I'm going to pull out my uh, longbow and try to pump a couple arrows into this uh, giant bat that's flying about 40 feet above me. Is that what you said? Yes, that's right. Yeah, and you actually have a carcass of one of the other bats at your feet, too, so you easily can get cover. Uh, okay. I will never get over shaft pumping a couple. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, longbow, 26. Uh, has that bat been hit? It doesn't look like it. No, has not. Okay. So that one's just going to take uh, six points of damage, and then I'm going to take my second shot. Okay. Well, that bow sucks. <laughs> Comparatively, <laughs> yeah. Uh, good for hitting, tw- still a 26, but that is now going to do 12 points of damage. Uh, that is enough, though, to take down the bat. Oh, nice. Two clean hits. Right at the base of either one of his wings, right where the shoulder joint would be. And it smashes into the ground on top of the corpse of its rider. Do you want to move? Now that the the... Darkness is gone. I'm gonna look over and and see. We have still have a Tarnak and a couple more bats behind me. Um, so yeah, I am gonna move about 30. Sorry, 25 feet because I have little legs directly to the west towards the giant bat number one. And that's that's it for me. Mia, awake. <sighs> wow, Falzern, what? Thank you, Ape Zarin. Uh, uh. <laughs> thank you, Thor. And I will utter some words and cast Mass Cure Wounds. And I'm going to cast that at fifth level. I'm going to select six people within 60 feet. So I'm going to cast it and cure. Or the creatures I'm choosing to be affected are Shaft, Shikara, Balzarin, Ape Zarin, I mean, Silas. And then the the guard next to Silas. Okay. Because everyone else is over sixty feet away. Yep. It's weird. It's weird, guys. I'm healing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! So I get to roll three d four plus five, and two of them were ones. So eleven. Eleven. Oh, can I choose myself? Sorry. One. Yeah, of course. Two, three, four, five, and then myself. So that's six. All right. Healing uh, eleven hit points for anyone I named. Are you gonna want to move anywhere as well, Mia? 
You your spiritual hammer is still around there somewhere. Although it takes your bonus action to use it, right? That's fine. I don't have right. any other bonus action. No, but what uh, is, is your what action is that spell? Mass healing word should be a bonus action, is it not? It is. Oh, it is a bonus action. Frick. So you have your main action. I did. You could you could actually deal some I damage. I didn't know. You learn something new. The more you know. Okay, so I'm gonna move up and get this Tanarak too that put me down. And um, I would love. What spell slots do I have? Third level, let's go. I would love to put him down with some good old inflict wounds. Okay. So that's 15 to hit. Inflict them wounds. I'm gonna inflict them. I know it's necromancy and necrotic damage, but. Oh, wow. You're, you've come back from the brink of death, a changed woman, I think. Healing and dealing the crowd. I don't know what's <laughs> happening here, but the 15 is a hit. 15 is a hit do for a 22 spell? damage. She did a spell for her for her bonus. Oh, that's correct. I'm sorry. You cannot. Thank you, uh, Emily. You can't, unfortunately, because you use your bonus action to cast a leveled spell, you can't do anything with your action uh, as far as magic goes unless it's a cantrip. Yeah, let's freaking like just grab the hammer and smack this Tanneric too. That's a seventeen to hit. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're doing one-handed damage. Sixteen. This is just a melee attack. Sixteen uh, damage, bludgeoning and divine strike. Well, your combined damage, regardless of the types inflicted, are enough to put it down. Falling star, just okay. the weight of it slamming into this Tanneric's. Uh, skull right in its forehead breaking its horns at, at the base of its brain and it, it goes down can I use a charge on my legendary action pendant that means it doesn't cost an action right you get a, the additional action in it but what what charge do you want to use I want to heal Shakara for the 10 hit points of healing hands that I have on it oh yeah sure of course okay well, thank you Shakara gets 10 more hit points You're doesn't get rid of your wrinkles yeah, it doesn't get rid of her wrinkles. It's not like freaking Olay or something. I was one hit away from being down. Oh, though. dang. Yeah, yeah. We, I got you for 21 now total, so. Listen, Mia heals when she needs to heal, all right? <laughs> the cool thing about the pendant is it doesn't take an action. If I use healing hands that day, it takes an action. So what I can do is just charge it every day with my healing hands I don't use. <laughs> That's that's very poggers. Very pog. Claw of Luthic, last one. So, Shakara, Mia, and Apesarin can all make me a charisma saving throw, please. Oh, boy. Apesarin is not very charismatic. That was a 10 with a plus 6. 15 uh, minus 2 is 13. And you're in my aura. Oh, okay, what does that give okay, me? Okay, well, I that? have a 14 then, plus four. Yeah, I rolled a two, so I have a oh, Miss 18. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so you all very easily you are pass so charismatic. as this, this orc tries to, to bane the three of you. Uh, but no effects, because you all you all passed. Shakara, you're up. Gonna take a swipey swipey at the, who is that in front of me? The Tanneric in front of me. 26 to hit. 14 damage from my first hit. Your first hit takes takes the last Tanrak down. Which does give you temporary hit points, I believe, right? It does, yes, thank you. It gives me 8 nice. temporary hit points. Killing people gives you temporary. It does. 
How does Mia get that? Join the coven. You gotta join a coven. <laughs> I gotta join a freaking coven. Are you kidding me? Oh, okay. So seeing, uh emboldened by the fact that I took him down, I swung at the last remaining red fang standing there, and I'm going to crit him. Oh, wow. Okay. He's very going to be dead, but let's see what your damage is. So that would normally be 4d8 maxed out. I'm sorry, 6. 46 maxed out, so that's 24. Yeah. Plus another 46 rolled. Oh, I, I, actually, I may, I may have spoke. This guy's barely been touched, so he might actually still be standing, but let's see what you do. So I said 24, right? So 24 plus yeah. 20, so that's 44. 44. Uh, and it, it, uh, he, 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 he was looking pretty spry to begin with, so let's mm-hmm. just go ahead and do a little smite. Let's just, just do a little smite on that. So, just a little smite. <laughs> which also gets credit. So that would be 2d8, which is 16, plus another 8, which is 24. So 24 plus 44 68. is 68. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> He's very, very dead. <laughs> but Statman is Overkill. happy. All right, Statman's got the numbers now. <laughs> you basically one-hit kill this orc. That is sick. Wow, oh well done. Too well bad done. temporary hit points don't stack. Too bad, yeah, too bad. Ape Zarin. No more Tanarux. It's just you. One remaining orc. I will attack the last remaining enemy then. That's on the ground. Get him. I'm going to do a multi-attack with my fisticuffs. Well, we'll start with one attack. That's uh, 24 to hit. Mm-hmm. That was a very good roll. Uh, 28. Oh, wow, okay. Bludgeoning damage. This, you <laughs> yeah. splatter. I mean, you've turned this <laughs> last remaining orc into one of the disease. It looks very similar, the effect, after your fist comes slamming down. It just explodes <laughs> under your under your your apely might, and overhead you hear just more uh, crossbow bolts being fired, and the the two remaining bats get skewered uh, out of the air, falling dead. And it does look like the paladins have mopped up and, and been able to, to hold fast against this onslaught. The the enemies they were contending with, the last of them having been sorted with. And you see the wreckage, and there are, like I mentioned before, two Iron Cobras left, all three Stone Defenders, one of which looks severely damaged, and of course the three Oaken Bolters that were uh, still attached to the sides of the tower. Those voices now, all again, also all that combat there, just, they're just you, it's almost like all you could hear it was almost like the, the it was the battle soundtrack of of this fight, right? The, this disjointed voices, but they, they have quieted, and obviously there's far fewer of them now ringing out in the air. How's everyone doing? Do you need more healing? I am... okay as long as nothing else is coming against us. Yeah, same here. I sort of stagger up towards the others. I, uh, I look up at Ape Saren, and I just... I walk up to him and, like, touch his large hand and say... Muscles. Yeah, his large muscles. <laughs> thank you, Falzerin. Thank you so much. I owe you. Ape Saren looks down and goes, oh, oh, sort of pats her on the head gen- gently, <laughs> as gently as he's able to. <laughs> Mia, like, turns over her shoulder and she's like, I kind of like Falzerin like this. 
<laughs> Silas joins you all. He's just kind of like looking up at Apezarn. What are you? Everyone okay? Um, everyone accounted for? Uh, he's kind of looking around. It's like it looks like you're missing some people. Did you? You, you take casualties too? No, no, we're okay. We're okay. We sent them on their horses. They'll come back. How are your troops, Silas? We've lost about half our our, our number stationed here. He kind of looks to Shakira. Well, I mean, it looks like we have those circlets now. If you are still in need of them. We can make use of them. Yeah, we don't, we don't need to talk about that now, Silas. How long until reinforcements come? Well, we we, hold, we we need to hold out until until dawn, until the next shift comes. But clearly, we may need to work more than just the six of us here. This was the largest attack we've, we've seen since we started construction. Have all attacks looked like this one? Different creatures, honestly, of all, all sorts. Uh, yes, a lot of orcs, but... What were those, those exploding ones? Uh, so, never seen some of these these types before. Seems some type of uh, clearly an escalation of so I don't know what. There's evolving warfare with the Neogi for sure. I, I hate to ask this of you, and I, I understand if you can't, but can you stay here the night until the next shift arrives? Can we not send for the next shift to come earlier? If, if you want to send a runner, but again, until they arrive, like, can you at least stay with us? Is that even a possibility? Who here needs healing? I can, I can heal, Silas. I am a healer from way back. I mean, that's much appreciated. I don't suppose any of you are, are any good with, with machines, with constructs. A few of them could be patched up too, but we don't have the know-how. I'm okay with taking a rest if everybody else is. Let's just hope nothing else comes tonight. Has anyone explored where these armies are coming from? Oh, I mean, they're, they're, they're coming from the mountains somewhere in the mountains. But uh, we, we don't have the numbers to send any, any type of, of search party out. I don't imagine they're these, especially this last attack, the tracks would be very hard to, hard to follow, I guess. But we just, we just don't have the people. Yes, yes. Tonight, let's rest. We'll help aid you in the in the guard and and we'll heal our wounds i i can go around and i can heal everyone do what we can right right guys yeah where are drag mullen and hulsa are they gone they are no longer in sight i can send a message to them yes that is what i was thinking yes okay i'll uh i'll send a message 25 words or under to drag <laughs> and tell him Everything's uh, fine, and we're going to help guard the tower tonight to come back. Tell Drag to search for the reinforcements. Yeah, but like where? I don't know that I would say that. Captain Grohl, where are the other paladins? Like I said, most of us are at the Tickly Servant. Uh, it's going to be your best bet. Is that in town? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, of course. Tell Drag to go to the Tickly Servant. Okay. To tell the paladins to come here. We need okay. reinforcements. I'll send the message to Drag. Him, Mullen, and Hulsa can go to the Tickly Servant, tell them about the attack, and we can get reinforcements here overnight. Sound good? Yes. Shaft and Shakara, you both recognize... Uh, you can tell, again, looking at the what's left of the, the constructs here, the, the two Iron Cobras that both of you had interacted with are not 
the two that survived. Mm. Okay. Silas continues, again, thank you. Uh, I'll, I'll get those circlets, I guess. We'll grab our dead and give them a, give them a burial. Falzerin, gather the dead and dig the burial graves, because you're, you're an ape. I mean, it'd be easier for you. I could help gather the dead, I suppose. That, that would be helpful, yes. I'm feeling really weak, Falzerin. Please, if you can help. Okay, so Falzerin will sort of nod, um, or Ape Zarin, I should say, will sort of nod, and and we'll go over to, to help with the surviving paladins to um, gather up their dead. Okay. The battlefield is just littered with bodies and, and, and pieces of the construct. Some of them have just literally been like almost as if they just completely disassembled like someone's taken like a bludgeoned weapon to them and pieces lying about all over i look back up at apes Aaron and i say again falzerin thank you so much i i owe you my life and i just keep keep moving but me is me is feeling mortal tonight that's for sure apes Aaron sort of just nods wordlessly she's not feeling very celestial right now Shaft. Yeah. Nina is dead. She was dead before this. That was not her in the construct. Not as you know knew her. What do you mean she's dead? Isabella looked into it when you asked her. She told me. She's dead. How? That I do not know. Well, I'll have to see this for myself. But, thanks. I'll walk and away I'll from turn <laughs> and walk away the other way. Silas yells over to uh, the two remaining paladins. Lance, Hannigan, gather up the supplies. We need to figure out some way to... to fortify this now we're down these constructs and you see the the two of them kind of they head off around to the back of the tower which you guys, you guys actually haven't really seen yet because you've mostly been into it and then in front of it but they kind of disappear around the the you know this diameter of of the tower okay i think i'd like to walk up to the snake construct that i was speaking to earlier with hearing nina's voice and sort of just investigate that a little bit and see if there's any uh, any clues? Just you? Just Shaft? I would like to uh, talk to Captain Grohl. Okay. And I guess, um, I don't know how long it would take Ape Zarin to help uh, clear the battlefield here, but I, can, I guess I would continue doing that until I feel like we've mostly accomplished that. Now, uh, Ape Zarin, are you going to just be retrieving the, the three dead paladins of Coltis, or... Are you going to be doing something with the the orc bodies? Because I mean, it, it, like the the battlefield is like littered with bodies, right, and pieces of metal from the destroyed constructs. So it's up to you whether or not you think it would be useful to do anything with them. Yeah, he might grab a couple of them by the legs and kind of like smash them together in front of his chest. Okay. <laughs> oh my no. god! Completely uh, destroying any any uh, <laughs> remains of a tattoo or any evidence of Neogi activity. <laughs> No, I think um, 
I think, yeah, I would, I would um, prioritize looking after the fallen uh, paladins and guards and that sort of thing. But um, uh, I don't know. I think I would probably just leave the rest of them where they are. Okay, and you see, like, uh, Silas kind of motions over you and, and basically points in the direction that Lance and Hannigan had, had went off um, around to the back of tower, kind of indicating, well, you know, if you could put them here um, kind of thing uh, as opposed okay. to just leaving them out in the battlefield. So, yeah, and he definitely seems appreciative uh, of your efforts as well. And then as soon as I'm done that, I will, um, uh, I will have a bit of a listen to see if I hear any uh, more enemies coming off in the distance, and if I don't, then I'll dismiss this polymorph spell and shrink back down to my wizardly self uh for the time being it seems clear and uh the night has grown quiet still the the that bit of rain soft uh, sprinkle of rain that uh, had kind of set in as, as the battle was starting so currently you're not in any danger okay i'm just trying to think if there's anything else that would be beneficial to do as a bizarre there's nothing like uh, destroyed that i could help fix or anything anything heavy i guess it would depend if you wanted to round up some of the parts of the constructs if you if you wanted to retrieve those um silas had already mentioned though that none of them specifically have the expertise to do anything and try to mend the constructs at all okay so as far as far as putting some of them back together with who's here on hand that's not going to happen i would think i would probably guess that they have some value though right like whatever if there's large portions of them that are s still intact um like to bring them back and maybe someone can fix them in the future sure okay and that is to say that just because these paladins don't have uh, any idea what they're doing it's not stopping any of you know the, f the four of you trying your own hand if you think you might be good at it uh that's definitely something you could try as well uh, if you wanted to no one's stopping you from doing it at least right Somebody get Ape Zarin a big branch, and he's going to fix him. <laughs> I find it hard to believe you can think smart enough to collect the stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, he does have some intelligence, but he certainly, I think, would be... Uh... He's like, ooh, shiny rocks. Yes. <laughs> you should probably leave him be for uh, Alstarf Tenderman's insurance company to come and investigate before he pays off. Uh, yes, you will need mm. an adjuster to come out before he shouldn't touch anything, leave anything where it fell, don't yeah. move the cars or anything like that. The Iron Cobra <laughs> fraud is, yes. It's Tenderman's side racket, that's why Dreg hates him so much. <laughs> Some bad insurance policy. <laughs> All right, so I'll just I'll just keep busy with that um, while while the others are doing what they're doing. Okay, and as you're as you're pulling the bodies over to the back of the tower, uh, apes are, and you see uh, Lance Hannigan and uh, Silas is he's not moving the the equipment that they are, but he's there kind of overseeing. Uh, and, and you see Lance Hannigan, they're they're pulling out uh, like supply bags, and around the back of this tower, there's actually uh, kind of a set of uh, scaffolding that runs up the back of it. It looks very narrow, looks pretty precarious. It actually doesn't even go all the way to the top of the tower here. It seems that, you know, they use it to a point and then maybe it was abandoned or just has not been taken down yet. Uh, so it seems like you could climb it if you wanted, <laughs> but it's not, it's not serving any function currently. So I, I guess you could help them move some of the equipment uh, if you wanted as well. Yeah. Uh, might as well make use of my strength while I've got it. Okay, cool. 
and uh, Silas kind of uh, he bends down and, and he covers the the deceased paladins with a you know a blanket or a, an old bedroll kind of thing, uh, covering them up. And Shaf- or sorry, Shakara, you want to speak to Silas? First, should we burn the orc bodies? I know there is no black ooze here, but there still are spells that could be used. Would it not be safer to dispose of them? I'm not opposed to it. Falzarin, why don't you pile them up for us? So I look over to Shakara and and over to Silas and kind of nod my head and make my way over to start uh, piling the, the fallen enemies. Captain Grohl, I am sorry for your loss, but those circlets... May I have them? Yeah, of, of course. Uh, and you see he kind of gingerly lifts up uh, the, the, you know, the death shrouds he's laid over these bodies to and pull off their circlets to gather them up and and ha- he hands them to you, Shakara. Thank you. I assure you, they will be very appreciated. Well, they're not doing anything on the on the bodies, so if they can be put to use. Uh, I think it's it's better that they, they do so. Agreed. Silas, what's the protocol when you, when you kill the orcs like this? Is it to burn them? Well, I mean, we've we've been burying them when we had the chance, but it's never been this many before. Like I said, uh, obviously, you know, burning two dozen bodies is going to be a hell of a lot more efficient than trying to dig holes for all of them. Yeah, I agree. We owe them no respect. Well, quite quite frankly, uh, they don't always stick around to the end. If you if you know what I mean, like. Usually it's good enough for us to flash a bit of steel and they, they you know, scamper off without much of a, an engagement, uh, to, to be honest. Oh, I see. Yes, usually once a mind-controlled being is attacked, they come out of the mind control. These did not seem to. Well, I'm, I'm not sure I know anything uh, about that. What could affect that then? I fear the Neogi are getting stronger. I mean, I, I hope I hope it's not. I hope these, you know, he points to a circlet, gives it a little tap. I hope these things are still going to work then. As do I. Shakara, I think you're right. And I can't stop thinking about my parents. Like, what am I going to do? The town of Beric, like, I'm supposed to be protecting them. Mayhaps once we find that amulet and do what we need to do here, we can go check on Beric. Yeah, I would like that. And I mean, I want... I want our friends to be healed too. This is just this has just been crazy. Like Shakara, I almost died. Yes. This entire war has taken a great toll on all of us. Are you scared? No. I have power. I can change what happens. I always thought that way, but look look at what they're fighting us with. Look what we did. Look what we took out. There is no stopping the four of us. There's a lot more of them coming, For I'm now. sure. For now. Once Samuel has the amulet and the armor, he will decimate them. I hope so. I just, I feel like I've lost my faith. Beric. Beric being hit and everything, it's just like, I can't. My parents are so strong and they've been overcome. The Niagi do not fight with strength. 
They are sneaky and underhanded, but can be destroyed. Hope you're right. Shaft. Within earshot, so it's not like you're not going to be privy to what's kind of happening over here, right? Because you're only about maybe 30 or 40 feet away from the base of the tower to, to find the the specific iron cobra from which Nina's voice was was originating. Yeah, so I'm, I'm listening to their uh, exchange and uh, look up every once in a while. and But my attention's basically on this, uh, this iron cobra to sort of see what I can find out and if there's any indication of how this link was, was back to Nina. Okay. So rooting around the wreckage, uh, you, you're pulling away plates of dented and, and shorn metals. You uncover a type of, uh, like a cavity, a hollowed out section at the, at the base of the cobra's flared metallic hood. No more than about six inches in diameter. And because of the damage sustained to the cobra, it, it's, you know, as soon as you lift up a piece of, a piece of it's exposed and it's open, right? It's as if the, uh, if it was a container, the lid had been shorn off of it, right? Loosely suspended in the middle of the cavity is, is a pouch, slightly larger than a coin purse. Yellowed stitching forms this kind of haphazard trail across uniquely shaped strips of leather. Like the, they're not uniformly cut uh, off of what would be a larger piece of whatever skin animal or this uh, leather is from, right? A series of thin black tubules connect the bag to the inside of, of this cavity. And these are what is keeping the bag suspended. Could you roll me an investigation check, please? He's not close to me, right? For guidance or anything? No, no. That is an 11. Or help? That's apparently an action, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, what is that again? You find kind of around uh, the, I guess, what is now the bottom as this cobra is kind of face down, right, for you to be looking at this cavity that would be on the, on its back, really, right, if it was upright and walking around. You find what looked like tiny metal shavings along the inside of, of, of the hollow portion, as if something had been bored into the surrounding metal. And the tubules, they clearly disappear into the the metal like housing like through the sides of, of the cavity hmm so th is this am I to think of this as some kind of like a, a, a brain type of thing held sus suspended inside of it with these you know veins coming out of it kind of thing or yeah that's a pretty good uh, analogy I mean these these tubules look quite familiar. You've certainly seen Isabella utilize something very similar to these. Now, these, though, are much, much finer and, and, and like, uh, far more narrow. Think of it like the difference between a, a garden hose versus a straw, as far as mm. what you saw Isabella use with the flesh golems and her podium, right, and, and funneling the energy through. But here, it, it, again, much more, much more fine, finely crafted, almost, it looks like, material. And they're not, uh, they're not like r entirely rigid. Uh, I suppose 
it would uh, any additional information I give you will depend on whether or not you are attempting to touch this thing or manipulate <laughs> it in any in any way. <laughs> it's shaft and a bunch of tubules. This looks like an after it. aftermarket thing, right? So you know, you had uh, Alstoff put this together, and then someone else came in. Was the uh, was the plate that covered where this brain type thing was it look like it was manufactured into the cobra or was it look like it was put on afterwards it does look like the cavity itself is part of the design and in fact i i do believe uh shakara and or mia did take some blueprints from alstoff's place and should have them uh should have them okay I don't think I'm aware of that. So uh, these these things that uh, are attached, they look like I could cut them off with a, a dagger, or do they look more metal like? They they don't uh, they don't really look metallic, uh, especially in uh, juxtaposition to the actual uh, metal of the housing that they clearly go through. Um, mm-hmm. So potentially you you would be able to sever them. Do I hear anything or is there any movement or does it just seem like it's a broken piece of equipment? There's no longer Nina's voice. Uh, so you don't hear anything. The bag itself, though, it it's not full. It, it almost it's it's kind of looks like as if uh, some of its remnants have been like emptied. Like if if you imagine if you were holding a bag of sand, and you, you know you pricked a little hole in the bottom of it, and the sand starts to dwindle out, as the sides of the the bag kind of start to depress, right, and fall in on each mm-hmm. other. That's kind of what it looks like has has happened to this, whatever this bag is. Do I see any uh, like liquid or anything that would have drained out of this bag? Any remnants of that? Nothing like that. No. Okay, I'm going to take uh, one of my daggers, a dagger in each hand. I'm going to poke at the sack with one dagger and see if anything happens, if it moves or anything. Okay, like the just prodding the, the sack itself? Yeah, just prod the sack. Yeah, it, uh, it, it reacts as if you would, you know, a normal leather, like coin purse would, right? Like, it, you know, it gives to, to the point of the dagger. But uh, nothing is, like, exuded from it or, again, no noise comes out of it or anything like that. Nothing leaks out of it as I move it around. Are you trying to put a hole in this bag? Not yet. I'm just sort of moving it around, poking okay. at it. <laughs> so as you're manipulating the, the bag, right, yeah, so, so nothing nothing appears to leak out of it or anything. But, it, 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 you know, you move it a couple inches to the right and the suspended tubules on its... On, on your left become taut, right? Like you're hitting the end of whatever give it would have in this suspension. It never moves far enough where it would hit the side of the actual cavity. It always seems like there's like this loose uh, suspension, almost like this gyroscopic kind of system, right? So there's not much give, but there is definitely sway. Probably you could put t- together like enough sway, whereas if this thing was moving around, uh, it would serve as some type of pseudo protection or cushioning for the bag itself. 
Alright, I'm going to take out one of my small empty sacks and sort of wrap it around my hand. Put my hand up underneath of it and give it like a multiple vasectomy as I go around the outside and cut all the uh, the cords. Okay. Not, t- not touching it with my skin or my gloves, but, uh, you know, resting it in the other sack. Okay. There are about five of these tubules kind of uh, sticking out of, out of the bag itself. And as you clip them, they do, again, they have, they're malleable, right? They're not rigid uh, against your, your uh, dagger. And every time you cut one, a tiny, uh, like a wisp of, of white, like almost like vapor or, or steam or uh, something like that, just the faintest hint of it escapes from the severed tubule, from specifically the end that is still connected to the bag. Okay, I think I'll as as I do that, nothing pours out other than this this gas, right? That's right. As soon as I cut the first one and the gas starts to escape, I think I'd pinch it with my drop my dagger, pinch it with my finger to to stop it, like a like a artery that's bleeding, right? And then tie it off, and then do the same with the others. Okay, you can absolutely do that. Can you uh, also roll me a history check, please? Apparently, I forgot something. <laughs> Apparently, I don't remember. Five. <laughs> okay. This phenomenon is is uh, familiar, but still very strange to you. Okay. Would I see him doing this? I think uh, he's far enough. He's far enough away where he's. You see, clearly see he is bent over doing something, but uh, from from the separation of the distance, you, you can't tell exactly what he's doing over there. And again, this is kind of occurring throughout this conversation that, that took place. Yeah, I didn't call anybody over. I was Shaft is bent over and manscaping a sack. It's what's happening mm-hmm. right now. Hey, I got all kinds it. of talents. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, I, I think I'd, I'd like to... And then once I get it all cut, just sort of wrap the bag around it, shut it up, and put it in my other pouch. So it's triple sacked. There's so and, many pouches uh, and sack. What are we? <laughs> Take my bag and wrap it around the sack and then put it in my pouch. Yeah, the title of this episode is Sackception, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> the episode where Shaft manscapes for 15 minutes. That's right. <laughs> any, anything else on the, uh, on the broken pieces or anything that draws any interest to me? No, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> Again, there's those subtle differences in some of the wreckage between the cobras themselves. Uh, are there? Do you want to look at maybe another one of the cobras or any of the other broken constructs at all? Yeah, I think I'd go over and see if it if the other one was very similar. Uh, if I can open the back up and see inside, see if there's a sack in there too. Okay, Abe Zarin, were you going to start stacking the orc bodies immediately, or will you continue pulling off? Construct wreckage. Wreckage. He monkey. He don't know. I, yeah, I would probably sort of more or less do what I was told by the the humans who are smarter than me. So <laughs> last in, first done. So stacking orc bodies then. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Great. So I think as Shaft, you're moving on to uh, look at inspected like another cobra specifically. Sorry, you said right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so that's kind of about the timing where the end of, you know, Shakara and Mia's exchange uh, is completed, and Shaft is moving on to another another construct. So you know you know where to look, 
for this cobra and you see obviously like throughout the battle the damage to each of these is not going to be uniform of course uh so if this one you're you can find the 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 metal panel for lack of a better term again remember the 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 cobras specifically are like layered sections of metal like scales kind of right but you 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 find the one that you would need to pry up and, and pop off basically to find an, the, exactly what I described to you from Nina's Cobra, the same the same sack in uh, suspended by these black tubules within this six inch diameter uh, housing. Was I were we ever in a conversation where Mia and Shakara stated that they were in Tenderman's uh, place? That I would know that they were there. I think we showed them I think the so. blueprints. Did you? Mm-hmm. I, I can't recall. Okay, so I'm going to go under the assumption that I know something about that. All right, so as I uh, pry off the, the, the next cover plate and see that it's very similar, I'm going to look back over at Shakara and Mia as they finish their conversation. I go, hey, come take a look at this. I will walk over to him. Okay. You got that uh, that paper Tenement had. Maybe we could figure out how this thing ticks. I will rummage through my sack and find the appropriate paper. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Shakara has it. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's my mistake, misreading my own notes. What you took, the only schematics that you took, Shakara, were the schematics of the armor specifically. So I'm sorry. Yeah. That was, yeah, no, that, was yeah. my, that was my bad. So I wad this up did... and I throw it and I go, that's useless! <laughs> <laughs> we did hey, look hey, at hey. the snake, we just didn't take it with us, right? Yes. So you, Okay, I'll give you some checks. I'll give Shakara and Mia. You can each roll me... I'll let you choose. You can roll me a uh, history... Or if you would like to make a case for another skill that you think might be <laughs> more better okay. applied here, but <laughs> acrobatics. I'm going <laughs> to look at Shakara and hold out my hand and be like, high five for guidance. <laughs> okay. I, I, I give her uh, guidance. See if she can remember. And what does guidance do again? Uh, it gives you a D4 to your ability check roll. Uh, let's see. Can I intimidate the knowledge out of myself? Well, if not, I can guidance myself. <laughs> yeah, I only have a plus one to history. Yeah, same. Uh, We're not okay. the smartest of soldiers. <laughs> we just don't pay that much attention. We have other things going on. <laughs> I'll, gui- I'll guide myself. Oh, no, this is a concentration for a minute. So quick, do yours first. <laughs> Look, with all these sacks flying around, I would get... Fourteen. <laughs> all frazzled, too. <laughs> okay, a Fourteen. <laughs> Been a while since Mia had a good sack. Uh, I think a fourteen is is uh, enough to <laughs> recall. <laughs> I think a fourteen is enough to recall the this this housing, and, and really the the only reason that you recognize the 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 cavity within the the construct is because across all of the schematics that you looked at for all of the different types of constructs is that's like the one thing that was uniform across all the types right mm. this section or or the, this this hollowed out section for some type of power source because again you all know that tinnerman is not the one that provides a power source but you know he's an expert in his craft and he's going to make something 
to be powered. So there's got to be <laughs> there's got to be somewhere to put the batteries in. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah. otherwise he he's really is a crook. He really is <laughs> scamming. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Shaft, I believe these cavities are in every con- construct the Tinnerman has made. Do you have any idea what how this thing works? And I sort of poke at the sack. No, that was not part of the blueprints we saw. Right, he doesn't really supply the life force for his creations, from what we know. Leland, what color is the sack, the actual leather? Blue. It is, uh, it's not blue, um... <laughs> It, it, it it's the like um, <laughs> I mean it's like a it's like a, a dirty kind of uh, pale brown uh, human skin colored. Well, uh, give me a medicine check. <laughs> Wait, are we looking at real balls here? Give me a color wheel check. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I rolled a twenty. Oh wow, this does appear to be human flesh or some type <gasps> of humanoid's flesh. Is is it balls? It would Quick, be pretty me, big. This thing. It would it's be pretty hair. big for balls. <laughs> okay, well like oh my this God. whole time you're trying not to say hole so you keep saying cavity. It's just like It really does sound like the testy in the scrotum, I suppose. I didn't really think of it when I was... <laughs> it's, it's... Yeah, your mistake, right? That was my mistake. That's... Yeah. I'm sorry, listener. I'm taking that one on the chin. You, you brought this to the table, and you knew who you were dealing with. It's like a gimbal. <laughs> like, so it doesn't move. Oh, my gosh. Shakara, did you say... He... What? Have you noticed what the leather resembles? It looks like, uh... Skin. Skin. Yeah. Uh... I'll look over and see if, uh... Ape Zarin's still carrying stuff, and I'll go, Hey, Falzarin! Come here! Huh? Now, we need you to be a little more intelligent. Come here. No, I like the monkey. He can can come back anytime he wants. Ugh, I don't want Falzarin back. How harsh. <laughs> All right, so. Des- desperate times. <laughs> Ape Saren sort of uh, drops what he's working on and um, or hauling. Literally drops an orc. <laughs> yeah. Squish. And dismisses uh, Polymorph. So he shrinks back down to Falzern. And I will walk over to see what Shaft is looking at. When he gets there, I'm going to go. I'm going to grab one of the little tubes that's connected and go, this remind you of anything? You know, they were a little bigger, but you know what I'm talking about? The the flesh columns. Yes, yes, I, I do think I know what you're talking about. What is this thing? Has it moved? Is it doing anything? Well, they're filled with some kind of gas or something. I'm sure it's... It's something magical in that that flesh golem book. Did, would that give you any uh, indication as to what this might be? You have a book on these monsters. It it may have. It's perhaps a maybe sh- you could do a history check. <laughs> perhaps a shame that I don't still have it. Yeah. Do Do you think there's anything that Falzern might know about this, Leland? Is Is it worth making me a check of some sort? Uh, if you would like to do an Arcana check, you absolutely can. 
And yes, given your <laughs> given your experience, uh, I'll let you roll it with advantage. Okay. Do you need guidance? Well, it's a bit late now, ain't it? It's my new. It's my word of the day. <laughs> okay, I got a sixteen. Okay. Uh, does does your check also involve uh, any type of uh, inspection? Like, what what exactly are you doing uh, as you are inspecting this 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 bag? This is suspended pouch. Is it uh, is it safe to touch? Cough. Has... That's what he's saying. Cough. <laughs> <laughs> Cough, cough twice, please. Everything seems turn, all right here. Turn your head and cough. <laughs> See you in six months. Uh, is it, is it safe? Is it safe? Has have you? Has anyone touched it? Yeah, it, it's just sort of, I don't know, fleshy feeling. It doesn't do anything. It just sort of, it doesn't respond to any it. sort of stimulation. <laughs> I don't know, rub it. Do we have enough for it? We have enough for it. We're going to call it real quick, but let's get this one again. It doesn't respond to any sort of stimulation or have you poked and prodded it? Yeah, I think whatever was, I think it was driving the thing. I think it's either magically or some odd type of power source, but... It seems to be dead now. Now, Shaft, Nina's voice was being emitted by one of these machines. Is it possible that, you know, you know, perhaps some sort of life essence is, is inside these things? Well, it's possible, I suppose. But uh, let's hope it was just something that's being transferred from somewhere else. Or are we... Or just being played back in some way. Yes, yes, let's hope. So I, I will reach out and touch it, I guess. I don't know. See what happens. See if anything happens when I, you know, touch it, squeeze it, prod it. I'm going to watch closely while he does this. Okay, so there's no, there's no more severing of any of the tubules or anything like that. Well, I don't know that Shaft has done that, right? So right, 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 right. I don't know that I would leap to doing that just yet. So with your with your sixteen, it's yes, it is entirely clear that uh, there is some type of life essence captured in this bag, and it was the the magical source, uh, power source for these constructs. If we cut open the bag, what happens to the being inside uh, uh i i think it we might uh l- let it e- escape if you're going to cut it i suggest we uh somehow contain it first to what end well if it is a life essence like falzerin believes then we could deliver it to whoever's essence has been taken out of and hopefully restore them if the body still exists there's a lot of ifs. I like the idea of containing it, but don't we have enough voices in his bag of holding already? You put this one in shafts. <laughs> you would so blatantly let one soul escape. No, I'm saying we shouldn't let it escape, but I mean, we don't need like a whole collection. Like, why does it have to be us? Look, I, 
I took the one out of the that had Nina's essence in it, I believe. I have it. Oh. And if uh, Shakara, if you believe that uh, Isabella told you that Nina's dead, that if her body still exists, maybe this will bring her back. Does it have to be her body, or can it be anybody? Well, I'd prefer it to be her body. You could have an upgrade, Shaft. You never you know. haven't seen her yet. Oh. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Now, Falzern's familiar with the spell Soul Cage. Mm-hmm. Would he think that it could have been used in this instance? Like, would this perhaps be something you could accomplish with that spell? Uh, Falzern, you definitely know that whatever this 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 bag is is clearly different than different. Dis- sorry, it's distinctly different, but similar to that spell. But that specific spell definitely was not utilized in the creation of this new item. As with with the spell Soul Cage, it's not it's not really transforming the soul into anything. It, it literally is just putting it in a cage and then manipulating it in some way. Whereas clearly, some type of uh, of additional step has been taken to fit these bags and make them work with. The cobras. Now, whether or not that is just simply something as simple as the use of these specific tubules, which are still a bit of a mystery, that could just be the explanation, but it's definitely something else in addition has occurred here. I'll look over at Falzer and I'll go, look, you know, last we saw Nina, she was, last I saw her, she was mad with disease and fixture. Apparently, Samuel and Isabella, I'll look over at uh, Shakara when I say Isabella, mm-hmm. are uh, using people to power these constructs. Now, however you feel about that is your own business. Jessica but, is. That is Jessica's business. Yeah, but I look over at Falzer and I go, Isabella did the same thing to him. Or to the constructs that she was creating. These are all linked. I am not saying Isabella is innocent. It doesn't matter to me. I'm just saying this is what's happening here, so... Alright, so we add Jessica to the list of people I'm going to kill. I just look at Mia. Don't say anything. I smile back. I don't know what's what's worse, to leave these things as is or open them up and let whatever's inside out. I just don't know. I don't fully understand this magic. Are we prolonging their agony? Would it not be better to release them? I, I do worry that that might be the case. I don't know. But Shaft has a point as well. If there's any possibility of saving them. How can the essence of someone feel pain if it's agony that you're concerned about? I'm more concerned about the fact that they're lost. Their loved ones have no idea where they've been, right, Shaft? You didn't know where Nina was. Until I find out what this is, I'm keeping the, keeping the other one right here by my side. That is I your business. I tap my sack. I we- tap my bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually... We were doing so well. ...a sack within a bag within a pouch right now. Yes. Okay, you clearly specified please, that. Please try to keep it straight. I, I guess, Shakara, my point is we don't think... 
I don't think they're in pain or agony or anguish. They're just being mindlessly controlled. I, I'm not saying that it's right. This is wrong. They were somewhat aware. There was an awareness to them. There was an awareness, yes. If you think about it, it's not much different than what the Yogi are doing. It's true. Perhaps there can be another body for these souls. What should we do? Should we have... Wait, the paladins are going to want to... Hmm. They're not going to like us taking these souls. I think you're right, Mia. I mean, they may perceive this as us stealing from them. I don't think these guys here at the tower have any idea what's going on here. It's true. Well, Shaft, you say you've you've secured the one that perhaps has Nina or, or part of her or memory of her. I don't, I don't know what it is, but you have the one that came from Nina. Do we know? We don't recognize any of the other voices. Perhaps we just leave the rest such as it is. Fine by me. I don't want to leave them forever. I just think maybe... If we leave them alone right now, when Samuel comes, there won't be fingers pointed at us. Right. I think the guards would know we did it. Best not to mention anything. It's true. I agree. Take Nina. Don't say anything. We'll come back for the others. We can do it. Can we replace uh, part of part of the machinery to cover up the spot where Nina's uh, Nina came from? The hole. The sack came from? Nina's sack. You wanted to say Nina's sack. I, I know you did. I didn't want to say it, but I was tempted <laughs> to. I'll walk over to the the other construct where that came from. Uh, can I find the plate that covered it? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It is a little it is a little warped and, and bent as it, you know, it had come off in a fight, but you find it. I'll sort of jab it in there. It looked like it's been damaged from the fight. And then, uh, you know, move on from there. There. Done. All right. So, I guess we wait? I wouldn't mind uh, taking a little short rest here. Yes, I agree. I think they could use whatever help we can offer in in case there happens to be more that come upon them. Wow, can you believe what just happened? Oh my gosh, uh, things are just getting crazy. You can visit us at incorrigibleparty.com for additional world NPC information to get all your Incorrigible Party merchandise. Join us on our Discord, linked on our website. Recently, the Incorrigible Party has started streaming on Twitch. Do you want to watch video games, board games, interact with us, catch us on live after-party recordings, follow us on Twitch, at Incorrigible Party. If for some reason, probably because you're incorrigible, like us, You can't get enough of our content, please support us on Patreon. Our Patreon gives you early releases to episodes, extra inspiration to give your favorite hero, Mia, wink wink, or the DM, I suppose. Patreon exclusive content includes Patreon exclusive mini campaigns. This podcast is sponsored by Critical Hit Design at criticalhitdesign.com. Thanks to Tabletop Audio for allowing us to use any ambient sounds or music during our show. And our intro and outro is by Josh Jarvis. Contact him at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com for any inquiries. Happy adventuring!